Thanks for tuning in to the Brentwood Academy podcast. Brentwood Academy is dedicated to nurturing and challenging each whole person, body, mind, and spirit to the glory of God. Through this podcast, it's our hope to provide an enjoyable experience, to hear interesting stories, listen to chapel talks, and discover profiles on members of the BA community. To learn more about Brentwood Academy, visit us online at brentwoodacademy.com. Enjoy today's episode. On a top secret mission, check the methods. Two words I don't know, like a word detective. Search within a sentence. Look for synonyms, antonyms, explanations, examples. On a top secret mission, check the methods. Two words I don't know, like a word detective. Search within a sentence. I'm Jean Nowick, and I am here with Jane Ann Myers. She is a middle school English teacher here at Brentwood Academy. Welcome, Jane Ann. Thank you for having me. So you have been with BA just over two years. Do I have that right? That's right. This is my third year. Okay. Well, we love having you here. And I'm really excited to hear about something that you're working on in your class right now. But first, I want to ask you a little bit about your background because it's very interesting, and I'm intrigued to know how you work this into being an English teacher. So your background is a speech language pathologist. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. I would love to hear more about that and how you evolved into coming here to BA. Well, um, as, as happens in our lives, God slowly pivots us to closer and closer to what he wants us to do. In speech pathology, you can work with adults or children. My first pivot was clearly to working with pediatrics, to working with children, working with um, the development of their communication. Over the years, I have developed a specialty in reading and writing, specifically the reading comprehension process and the writing process, which when you go back to the roots of what that means, what you want to say and what you want to learn, what you want to hear. So... English at Brentwood Academy is like a dream job for me because helping children understand what they read and express their thoughts in response to that is 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 like is like my niche. It's like my thing. Yeah, it sounds like a perfect match with, it, it with is. what you do. To now. God be the glory. Well, that kind of leads me to my next question. So I understand you are working on something called flocabulary. Yes. And I would love to hear more about that because I'm very interested to see how that works and what the kids think about that and how that's working out in your classroom. Flocabulary is a website that is kind of a modern-day schoolhouse rock. And I stumbled onto it several years ago, but just recently had the idea that asking the children to memorize some of the raps that I get from vocabulary to help establish and reinforce fundamental conceptual um, footholds that they need to have to be better readers and better writers. Um, It's a great website. It's educational researchers and um, rap artists working together to reach students where they are. While Schoolhouse Rock is great and we use it so that we can tie that part of the brain into memory and understanding, the beat and the movement that's involved with rap music is so exciting for them. The minute I turn it on, they're up out of their seats, they're smiling, they're laughing. It's a great way to meet a part of their developing brain that um, they enjoy using. Oh, look! A word I don't 
look around and see if a similar one is mentioned. That's a synonym. Well, we're learning this song so um, we can learn words without looking in a dictionary. Um, and so we uh, can just kind of figure things out and kind of just keep reading, even though we might not know a word. It sounds like the kids have really taken to it because that age, to me, you know, I'm not a teacher, but I do have children um, and one heading towards middle school, they're like sponges. And so I would imagine that, that they, you know, through vocabulary, they're taking in so much and helping to retain. So what, what has been the response from the kids? Have they shared with you how they enjoy it or they love it we've been working on it um for about a month because of course the the video the song is just um the jumping off point for the skill being able to use specific kinds of context clues when you're reading so if you're reading an english textbook if you're reading a history textbook if you're reading an informational article on a standardized test you're going to find words that you don't know so that is the underlying skill that we're addressing. The vocabulary video is the jumping off point for that. So I don't have to explain any of the information that will like, you know, convict them as to why they need to understand how to use context clues because the minute I play the song, they're so excited. We've been working on it for a month and they ask me to do it still every day. Not once has one student said, oh, do we have to do that again? That is, that's great, because I'm sure, you know, teachers aren't hearing that every day. <laughs> that's my <laughs> no, guess. No, no, not every day. <laughs> that's exciting. So, because um, I would imagine, you know, as a teacher, you're always having to keep, you know, information and curriculum fresh and changing it to keep engaging kids and elevate in some way, shape, or form, and it sounds like you're doing that with vocabulary. Well, one of the things that we really strive to do in, in the English department is have a curriculum that is set based on standards and skills that are nationally recognized that students need. But you have to assess each group of students. You have to um, individualize the work that you're doing. You have to tailor it. Um, no class is the same as another. And being able to have as many tools in your toolbox to truly individualize students um, Education and meet them where they are and take them where you want them to be. Um, we're, the English department at Brentwood Academy is committed to that kind of instruction. One other thing I wanted to ask you, um, because as you're saying, you know, no two students, you know, think alike or, or learn the same. You also work with kids that have, um, that need extra time or extra help or, you know, explain a little bit about what you do. I don't know if it's after school or tell me a little bit about what you do with students when they need a little bit of extra help. When teachers find that students are not understanding what they read in class and that their writing is um, not representative of the thought that they know the student wants to convey, um, they will contact me and I partner with the teachers and the parents and the child to support them in those specific areas um, individually. Sometimes that happens during study hall. Sometimes that happens after school. Sometimes that happens before school, looking for just the right time, just the right place, so that we can um, maybe go backwards and look for some skills that 
probably did not have enough repetition to establish mastery. Give some more repetition, maybe some reteaching, but plenty of practice so that when they need to apply those skills in class, they're fresher, they're more automatic for the student. That sounds like it could be helpful because it is a transition going into middle school from elementary. That's a jump, which is also why I love that we have the dens, 6th, 7th, 8th, and it really feels like they can kind of zero on and just being a 6th grader. Absolutely. Do you find that that's helpful between the – because there's a big difference, even though they're still in middle school, I feel, between 6th and 8th grade. And in what ways do you see or can you share with me that you feel like it's – the benefit of having them in their own den? Well, the developmental stages that middle schoolers hit are are vastly different. When they are with each other and when they can encourage one another, um, make mistakes with one another, learn from those mistakes together with our guidance and support, they're much more confident when they reach that next developmental level and can stand on their own two feet. Um, You know, teenagers are not noted for being sophisticated. Their attempts um, at peer relations, their attempts to navigate and negotiate their daily schedules are clumsy. They're um, disorganized. To work with them in an intentional and um, supportive way to get them to those to those levels of development, maybe not get, that's not the right, that's not a good verb for an English teacher to use, um, protect. Because development is on a timeline. We can't rush it. It's going where it's going. But to be there to support them as clumsy turns into sophisticated is, is an honor to be a part of a child's life in that way. Well, it's really neat to see these kids from start to finish by the end of the year and how much they've grown, you know, emotionally, mentally, and academically. So um, you're doing a great job. Well, Janie Ann, thank you so much for sharing what you're doing in your class right now. It's really exciting and fun to watch these kids grow and learn and, you know. Well, they are a lot of fun, and it's my honor and my privilege to to be a part of their learning. And um, hopefully everybody will be using their context clues efficiently and effectively throughout the year. We will here in the communications department, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thanks, Jane Ann. Bye. Before I found out he was impressed with the blues, jubilant and depressed, but must be in the Depressed means sad, jubilant,